Hello, this is uh, your public radio voiced host of the Worldwide IT Guys. It appears as though I'm going to be very lonely today, so thank you all for listening. Today perhaps we'll share some uh, holiday baking recipes, because that seems to be the best news I've got for you to share. For those of you wondering, yes, we are still moving ahead with multi-factor authentication. That will be hitting your door uh, Monday morning, so look forward to that. Were you, nor- were you normally able to trace to this host without incident? Oh, yeah. I mean, every day. In fact, this morning I was able to as well. So something happened. You see the DNA? The uh, last, DNA. Something happened in the last hour uh, that stopped it. 200 calories in your average IPA. 200 calories? Yeah. Um, the DNS is new here, by the way. I see another pair of entries for 10.3s. Bumba fucked me by telling me to go... Our DNS from Google. Yep, my fault. <laughs> At least I didn't MFA you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you only do that to your worst enemies. <laughs> we, uh, I want to know, uh, demand planners are a central role in the supply chain of a company. That's not what I'm looking for. What do you think a demand planner does? Demand at, planner? At our organization. Does hmm. a demand... Well, I would imagine it tries to forecast demand for <laughs> something. I don't know. I don't know if it's for products like like trends or if it's for. Wouldn't that be a demand forecaster? Yeah. Demand planner is somebody who plans. Yeah, I guess right for future demand. Okay. Not forecasting. Is that what it really is? I don't then? have any idea. Yeah, demand planner. That sounds like my wife. Or I wonder if it means you're actually trying to plan for people's. Demands like their actual like right. commands. Like, this is what I want you to do. I demand it. We're, we're going to. I don't know. I, that's an interesting. Our demand planner thinks that a client may start wanting us to actually exactly. close tickets. So during the busy season, we're going to have a high demand. So we have yeah. to plan for that supply during certain times of the year. You know, usually for retail. So and manufacturing because it's about things like that where yeah. you you know. Well, the holidays are right. coming up. Sure, you know, the right. Demand's Super Bowl season, up. award season, holidays. Yep. yep. New so higher demand. Sometimes it's also management of new or existing products or processes. So perhaps in when you're changing process. If somebody told me they did that at a cocktail party, I would I would do everything I can to walk out of that conversation. Walk away from it. Like, uh, I'm a demand planner. Like, oh, boy. Ex- yeah. Excuse me. i got to go to the loop. I, uh, where's the restroom at? I just peed my pants. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow, that sounds exciting. I'll be right back. I thought it was a fart. I'll be right back. <laughs> Sorry, that fart was actually shit. Yeah. i got to go. <laughs> That's an extreme way to get out of that yeah, conversation. Right, yeah. <laughs> get out of a conversation. I was looking at dust the crops. That, it didn't happen. I'm so fucking nervous about talking to you right now. I'm leaving. 
that guy who does demand planner, he shit his pants. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> uh, thanks. I, uh, we, uh, we'll start. We oh. are the Worldwide IT Guys. I am Steve. I'm Dion. John. This is Sean. And, and we have some others around that may or may not join us. Um, you don't like us much. Uh, so... <laughs> so I thought your path of, you know, your wife, I thought maybe you're a demand planner because you think about what's what's going to be demanded soon. Yeah. How you mean the ultimatums? <laughs> like planning for the ultimatums? Exactly. Yeah. Well, With your family or, you know, it's a I've busy, been through it's, that it's phase. It's a busy season for our family because we have, uh, you know, Halloween next week. It's my wife's birthday. And then we have uh, our anniversary coming up in the holidays. So... Demands are high. Yes. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm not saying my wife demands anything. She's very low maintenance. But uh, as a husband, you feel obligated to. There, there are things, you know, things you need to do when it comes around one time. To yep. Take care of so. Absolutely. Yep. And, and a father, and you know, you you right. got that so, issue. You know. What's your kid gonna be for Halloween? He is gonna be a uh, like one of those skull people from Fortnite. Oh, okay. That, we were uh, talking about that the other day. How yeah, many yes. Fortnite characters are going to be? I out never there? even thought of that. Yeah, there probably will be a lot. They'll all be dancing down the yes. street. You know. Yes. Um, what oh, about okay. your kids, John? Oh. Uh, my oldest, who is ten, has decided he's too old to trick or treat. Which we told him he's welcome to. We didn't feel he's too old, but he, don't tell my fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Go on. My, well, my oldest is is going through a phase. Well, it's been going on for about a year now, where he's. I think he's just at that age where he's hypersensitive that he doesn't want to do anything that seems little kid like. You know, because he considers he views himself a big kid now. Yep. Sure. So, but the other two are going as Ewoks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Cora and Declan, my two little... So you're going to dress up as uh, Chewbacca? Uh, that's what... Uh, yeah, I think Jess would prefer that. I don't know. If I could find a cheap Chewbacca costume, I would do it, but I, I don't want to... Just get spend. a mask. They do... Yeah. Just grow Target my beard has, out. This is, Target has, like, these onesie pajamas that are Chewbacca. Oh, I can maybe do, do that. Like that. They're not expensive. Yeah. Um, I like the mask idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have the mask where Chewbacca talks like you open your mouth and it goes. Oh, you do? I might borrow it if you're not going to use it. It's just a mask. It straps on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, that's what they're doing. That's cool. Your daughter? She? Uh, we went to a costume party last Saturday as a family of ninjas. Oh, cool. And it was ninjas. All, I love ninjas. We it's one of the easiest up. costumes to do. Well, we, you, you can know, almost build it in the house. You know? We... Did, we bought costumes. Well, and that's fine too, but it, it's 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 a good classic it's, costume. It's all about the weapons though when you're a ninja. Cuz you need you need Chinese stars, nunchucks, you know, stuff like that, you know. So we um and then we I got her a light-up sword instead of a regular sword. So when she's trick or treating at night, she can be seen. It's kind of fun. So. Oh, cool. Um yeah, so that was it. But back to the Fortnite thing real quick. I have a neighbor who has she consistently asks for advice on uh for her twin five-year-olds like hey can they go and see you know infinity is this wars? appropriate yeah, yeah yeah can they go see infinity wars sure. or is this too violent and then yeah. she just always does it anyway no matter what everybody says <laughs> yeah just fishing for They're a like, yes hey yeah. you know, they, they all die at the end is yeah. that okay like yeah. you know spider-man's murdered uh you hey that? spoilers come on <laughs> well it's like what i was asking about well, they don't uh, all die, but what anyway. was i asking about assassin's creed yeah and they're like, uh, yeah, no, you basically kill prostitutes after you have sex with them, <laughs> and <Yeah>. it's uh, <laughs> like, right. 
I'm like, okay, well, you so know. So she asked about Fortnite. Is that Fortnite. a problem? She's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, can, can five-year-olds play Fortnite? And it was kind of like, a little young. I think it's yeah. a little young. But Deadpool 2? Sure, go I'm ahead. Done, I'm it. done chiming yeah. in on, like, things that I don't think that your kids should be doing, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, So so you're, are you going to be, as a family, ninja trick-or-treating? Um. Uh, so Tara likes to stay home at the door and hand out treats. She will be dressed as a ninja doing that. All right. And then Emma and I usually walk around the neighborhood. Uh, we have a neighbor that brings a wagon full of a cooler and beers and blankets and crap. And the as big, people do. Mm-hmm. A, a, a Halloween caravan as yep. opposed yeah. to the migrant caravan. Um, so that's usually what we do on Halloween. Cool. Walk around. And then we end up at a house, have pizza, and fun. drink beer. And that's our Halloween. So I'll be a ninja. Walking Very around fun. the neighborhood, cool, freaking people out. Connor's to the age where he—I uh, mean, he's just going to run around the neighborhood by himself with his friends. So oh, we'll probably nice. be over at Sweeney's house. He has a party and I still driveway. give out uh, signed baseball cards. He does. Yeah, so hang out there and yeah. yeah. I mean, that's you he's, know, he's old enough that he doesn't want us around. Yep. We just tell him, "Okay, be home by seven o'clock, whatever." Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come by school tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Given that it's Wednesday this time, that would be an entire have week. A week. <laughs> right. See you next Tuesday. Go right. have a sugar bender <laughs> week long. Which you probably will. Well, that's yep. fun. I, you know, I, yeah. I'm traveling, so I'm going to be in New York um, for Halloween and probably, you know, Wandering the streets with whatever ghouls are yeah. in well, the city. Well, I mean, doesn't our office there have a party? So. Oh yeah, you're at the right J. You're, you're at the right office. Are you for, calling, uh, but I think I don't know when they're uh, they're probably doing that this week. No, you think they don't do it the night of, do they? You call sure. Doug a ghoul? I'm, no, oh. I'm not calling I Doug saw a, a ghoul. couple of communications. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. But I'm pretty sure there will. Cool. Uh, you know. There will certainly be people in the group who will be, you know, out with their families and doing whatever, and there will potentially be others that aren't going to be caring about trick or treating. Total families, yeah. Um, so I, my son is still all in. He's got a small group of Good buddies that they're going to go out and do their thing. And uh, if you all didn't see, he uh, he's dressing as a drag queen. Uh, hula girl effectively he's got a ukulele and a coconut bra and a wig a blonde wig and that's what inspired the uh, costume the ukulele or blonde wig um or coconut bra wants to show off his pecs well yeah. i wasn't sure if there yeah. was a you know. he, he, shirtless that was the whole goal i think um nice. more skin <laughs> Great. It's a risky costume with the Chicago October. Look, yeah. a, that weather could go in oh, a lot yeah. of directions. Oh yeah, we're not we're not trending well either. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we said so. I've got a um, a white thermal like sweatshirt, um, one of those athletic, you know, very tight sweatshirt. Sure. So the point of that being, uh, you know, keep yourself warm when you're out for a run. I said you can wear that. And you'll look like the least healthy person in the sun ever. Look like you out yeah, there pale. with yeah, really pale, white, white, white with coconut bra. So that that's probably where he's going. Well, yeah, got to stay warm though. But he doesn't care. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm on my own, do my own thing. Doesn't need like John, you're talking about. He'll see us at some point. Yeah, we'll see him at some. Yeah, see Jen at some yeah. point. Um, so I. Going to the technology world briefly, the uh, 
Um, you know the retro video game craze? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, what? Nintendo came out with, I think they were one of the first, weren't they? The 64, re, like... What's, who's re- calling me? That re- sounds re- like a Skype for business call. What? And where, and oh, where yeah. is it? I can't even find it. That is annoying about how many video conferencing solutions and everything we have. Yeah. It's just something just starts ringing. Yeah. You, you don't even know. Now you don't even know what device it is, like, no especially idea. when your kids have multiple devices. You're like, I, I literally couldn't is. find yeah. it. Well, good. It stopped. Um, well, anyway, so Nintendo had one. Um, I don't know who else sort of spun this thing up, but they went through. I guess there was a Nintendo... Uh, uh, or an Atari like joystick that yeah. was a bunch so of games Atari's all done in this one. Too. Nintendo's done multiple ones. They've done the NES. They've done the the, the original classic edition. Any Nintendo that's ever come out so has been reborn. Into if I said in television, would anybody know? Totally, what I'm yes, about? totally, yes. What's in? Te- I don't come know. Come out that. with oh my God. What's in television? Oh, my favorite. That was one of my favorites. It was one of my favorites. So Me too. Growing up, there was this. Um, it was a Mattel. In television, and it was oh, yeah. this brown box. Oh, with, I, never, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember that at all. With those, I don't think I saw that. The so, numbers with the circle was the best. It, yeah, you know so the good. those little um, what, what's the celluloid like push buttons? So it had a number pad, like a foil okay. like right. thing. You push them down, and you and, would you would oh, push a little card. The games would come with this card that you would put over it and make it look like a baseball yeah, diamond, right. so that you could like tell you which player you wanted to oh, play in the field okay. or whatever. All right. Um, or it would be other controls that you would do. So this Where's is the display, or does it hook up to a TV? It hooks up to it's a TV. It's just like an Atari. Oh, okay, or, right. right. No. I gotcha. Yeah. So that Sega. was one of our, you know, What's early... it called again? Intellivision. Okay, all right. Intelligent. Loved this thing. Absolutely TV. loved it. They're Me coming too. out with a, a retro so unit, and their model is, and I think their model is kind of intriguing because It'd they're be going cool. to produce a lot of classic games that you would have played on that, the old retro approach to this thing, but they're going to have a, a proper video game engine in it, and they're looking for the crowd that's kind of in between. They don't want to compete. They know they won't compete with the PlayStations and Xboxes and that whole world. They're going to fit into that sort of simpler time gaming system. So hipsters? Where... Where uh, the games are going to be simpler, the games are going to be G-rated, and they're going to be like ten bucks. So they're they're moving down the path of, look, we, we want an old yeah. cheap model, you know, no online play, none of that, just a simple little game system for for people. I don't know if it'll actually work. I think what they're going to end up doing is selling it to a bunch of people like me who go. Oh, nostalgia! I like this. Yes, this is I, fun. I would think that's really the only way you're going to sell it. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. A- and then there will be probably very little to nothing that is new and things. interesting. I'm looking at all the games that I used to play on this thing too. Remember this stupid one called Microsurgeon, where you had to like fly into a body and like fix. No, I no. never. Oh my God. God. It was no. it was so that's so eighties so eighties. That like, is very eighties. So like the eighties were really into. We're going to shrink you down. <laughs> Burger time. Put you in, like, like, what was that movie with Martin Short? Yeah. Uh, Inner Space. I Shrunk Honey, the I Kids shrunk the or kids. whatever. Yeah, Honey, yeah. I Shrunk the Kids. And Inner yeah. Space, yeah. Inner Space was another one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There was a lot had of that, I feel. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, though, was a game, and it oh, was yeah. like an adventure game. I, oh, man, I like, I'm like, i going to buy it. I'll buy it, Steve. I'm <laughs> I know it. you're going to buy it. I, I'm probably going to buy it. Have you lo- seen the retro I have. model of it? Yeah. It looks very 
futuristic, actually. It does. Um, it's called uh, Amico, and um, it looks. It's got the you know the little circle on it and the and the, the touchpad and yeah instead of like instead of be, that uh, instead of that you know uh, sort of cell whatever that keypad was it's just a touch it's screen, got it yeah right? it's got like a touch screen it's so. going to be a simple touch screen and they're talking about connect allowing you to connect with your phone so you can use your phone as a controller because it's basically the same device same mm-hmm. thing yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking That's of old cool. video games, this is always like a... I don't think we've ever talked about this story on the podcast. And I have a buddy who did a documentary on it, so I've always found the story fascinating. But, like, one of the things that's interesting about, like, eight old 80s video games versus today is the paradigm is flipped, where back then if there was a successful movie, they would turn it into a video game, where now I feel it's almost the reverse. Now they make movies off successful video games. Yeah. But anyways, are you guys familiar with... The E.T. Atari game and how it's oh, yeah. universally considered the worst video oh, yeah, game yeah. ever we, made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we they talked actually, about this, Atari had to buy, I don't, have we talked about it? Atari had to buy back all the cartridges yeah. and buried them. They, they built a crater in New Mexico or something right. like that and buried them all. Because um, it was so bad. It was so bad. It, it had a, apparently, a, one of the many, they, they rushed it to get it out for, speaking of what we were talking about earlier, demand projection. They, were, <laughs> they rushed it to get it out for the holidays in whatever year E.T., because I think E.T. was a summer blockbuster, and they're like, well, we got to create a video game in basically four weeks. But I guess it had this terrible bug in it where if you were walking and you fell into a ditch, E.T. couldn't get out and you couldn't. Like restart, like you had to That's restart right. from day one. So like you would just fall into a ditch. I mean, it was like falling into a ditch, like as an actual caveman in real life. We're like, well, now I just die in here. Like, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And that was the rest of the, your game. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk around in the pit. <laughs> but I find that hilarious, having to buy it back and bury yeah, it. Like, imagine it, being on that project. But the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that partially a holy shit, this is crap, before it gets to be too big of a deal. Yes, We're going to suck these all off the shelves. Yeah, I think they they weren't buying it back from consumers. They were buying it back from retailers. Like, listen, we've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) Take that off your shelves. Atari spent $20 million in 1983 to buy licensing (laughs) for an E.T. game. And then they failed. And then they had to develop it in like three is, weeks. I don't even. It was unheard it of in 1980. It's still unheard of today. I mean, that's a lot of money today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Atari Pro is spending 20 million dollars on an ET license in an amount that almost was unheard of at the time, and blamed the industry. And ET was blamed for the industry's collapse. <laughs> ET ruined <laughs> fucking Atari. Imagine just being the lead developer for that. You can never put that on your resume. So, you bankrupted in an industry. So Atari. <laughs> folded because E.T. would fall yeah. in a hole and couldn't get out. Literally, <laughs> yeah, money exactly. just sucked into a hole and <laughs> nothing could get you out. You go on a new Stupid. job interview. <laughs> so, Mr. Smith, I know yeah. you from yeah. somewhere. I can't put my finger on it. Worst fault? Pretty. Can't say no. Oh, man. <laughs> By the way, say yes name, to everything. Jerry Jessup. <laughs> Jerry Deve- Jessup. The developers who worked at Atari admit that E.T. Uh, wasn't good. Uh, and Jerry Jessup, the engineering technician who worked on Atari, doesn't believe E.T. played a big role in the game industry collapse, really. Well, of course. He's the one who admitted. I, yeah, of course. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah, I would consider it. Uh, you know. Just 20 million bucks? Probably do. 
<laughs> He's trying to say Atari used that as a scapegoat. It's like, well, we spent $20 million dollars on this shit. And it was supposed to be your major Christmas product that fucking sucked. And you had to buy it back. I mean, like, that's also the other cost. There's pictures of them putting them in the pits and pulling them out. <laughs> People have driven to the pit and gone, look, free Atari game. Like it's a dinosaur bone graveyard or something. Like, oh, honey, while we're, uh, it's a little bit off 65, we gotta go check out the, uh, the E.T. cartridge graveyard. Some people say when you build a video game there, it comes back alive. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. They should have buried other shit from 1983, just like like as like, like a, a cool a time, time capsule, yeah, yeah. job of the huts, and you know, like like McDonald's job of the hut, Happy Meal toys, and just other, <laughs> other random whatever was going out, on yeah. in 1983. I you know, <laughs> a poster for the movie Gandhi. You know, well, yeah, we have talked about this, but I've never gone this deep into the story. This is hilarious. Though. It's yeah. a hilarious, it's just random, random story. 700,000 cartridges were buried. 700,000. Of various titles, including E.T. Oh, so it wasn't other. just... There were a couple other ones. Like, well, ET, while we're, yeah. if we're... If we're really... If we're building the hole, oh, yes. let's man. get rid of some of these other... Let's get rid of some other bodies. So Raiders got. of the yeah. Lost Ark had come out right before this game. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a, a great game, money. Money. That was a great game. It was a great game. Steven Spielberg's like, awesome. Hey, I got E.T. Go ahead, do it. Yeah. And nope. Oh. I bet you what Gary happened is Steven Spielberg was probably playing it for the first time. He's like, oh boy, I, oh, I fell in the pit. Okay, how do I get out? <laughs> They're like, what? How do I get out of the pit? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, but you can count those games because uh, you had cartridges and mm-hmm. they were distribut- uh, distributed uh, physically. But yeah. now you have everything on internet. So yeah. You can count how many games were discontinued because yeah, but those those shit games yeah they don't they don't appear anymore. They, it's yeah. like it, it's a blip on a screen. Yeah, right? yeah. it's like what you, was that? Nothing. Don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so they, their shame it was on those days, but yeah, now yeah. we My can God. count on them. And now, anything oh, that God. is anything that is got a brand behind it. Is going to get a lot more attention. Is going to have known players put on it. They're, they are going to leverage an engine that's behind this that makes sense to them, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, it can still fail, but it, it's there's so much more time and energy put into this stuff. It was the fact that they were rushing stuff to market. Yeah. 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 Didn't spend time on it. I mean, what are you going to do? You can mm-hmm. play it online at the retro games. <laughs> nope. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try it later. <laughs> Okay, the first one to fall in the pit wins. <laughs> yeah, just run to it. Yeah. Okay, we've been, I've indulged too much with this. Sorry. Um, no, it's all good. Is, yeah. Uh, what else is going on in the world of technology? Paul Allen died. That's true. Right. That's kind of a sad well, occurrence you know, it, it, in the world uh, of technology. He seemed like a cool guy. He did. Totally. Well, I was going to buy his yacht. But, oh, that'd be uh, nice. But you didn't win the lotto. So. Yes. Take that to Hudson. Could we put that in on the dry dock? <laughs> Where's that asshole with his little yeah. cigarette boat? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me get my helicopter. You, you call Monroe's? Is the dock open? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk from one end yeah. of the yacht to the other and get off at the dock. 
for it. <laughs> Could another <laughs> boat even like use the no, lake? If oh that no, that's right. Like the water I mean, level would go up yeah. so high, you would flood every house You'd on the flood lake. Everyone's <laughs> basement. <laughs> So I, I I was telling Dion the story uh, this week. My nephew's girlfriend's dad was Paul Allen's personal IT support, so uh, he would fly around the world and hook, oh, up, wow. hook up TVs on his yachts and mm-hmm. do whatever at all of his houses. And when he passed away last week or two weeks ago, you know, she was like, "Oh my gosh, my dad just could be out of work now, but yeah. I, I, he's totally fine." But uh, yeah. Just I I met her last week and just hearing some of the stories of of him flying around the world with Paul Allen yeah on his yachts and everything to, it's just ridiculous. Well, he was always hanging out with famous people too, like Bono and oh yeah, he would know, park like, his yeah. yacht in places and just have like parties and yeah. You know, he had a recording studio on his Mick yacht. Mick Jagger recorded an album. Yes, he did. On that, I, really? I saw that. Uh, well, at least a song. Yes, I, yes, I saw yes. that article you posted where they talked about that. So. Yeah. It, I mean, if you want to just see, like, outrageous money, look up uh, Super Yacht Octopus, yeah, which yeah. was the name of his yacht, which is, it had, like, submarines underneath. You could, two submarines. Two submarines. Two, two helicopters. Helicopter pads, yep. The, a uh, pool the, with a glass bottom. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 60, uh, a crew of 60 full-time staff. It was Tatouche, right? Was that, it? That was the name of his yacht. No, it was Octopus, Octopus but I think it's been. Uh, I don't he, know. He had he's... a few like, few yachts, but oh, Octopus okay. was the largest. Was one. the biggest one. Yeah. The Tender, which dollars. I guess is the boat that takes you from your boat to shore, which for like most boats is an inflatable raft, was a seventy-five foot yacht. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So, <laughs> so the inflatable. His dinghy. Was, yeah, his dinghy, dinghy is a hundred and. Was, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was just stupid. Yeah. Oh, the octopus. Yes, check it out. It's pretty cool. That yacht is actually the main reason why Puerto Rico ever got any supplies. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Two hundred and fifty million dollar. Sorry. Yeah. So I guess it was the biggest yacht at the time, and then they linked to another one where now it's not even in the top fifteen, which is ridiculous. Is it really? Wow. And you you can uh, I I don't know if you like clicked on any of the links within that page, but it, what's sort of amazing is the top. All of the top 20 are just owned by different princes in Saudi Arabia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's insane. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I guess this is just Still? what you after spend your money the, on. The, the, after used, recent news? So the Musashi thing that you were talking about was an old World War II sunken, um, one of the most technologically advanced ships of World War II. He found it. Oh, yeah, he found it on his yacht, just dicking around in one of his parties. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're a drunk asshole. Like, what the hell is submarine. that? Who wants to go to a submarine? Let's go. Take the submarine down. You find, like, one of the most important battles. Off the Philippines. Imagine getting that call. It's like... Paul, we you found know, something down Bono's here. Bono's doing karaoke in the background, and you're, you're trying to call like the Smithsonian. This is this is Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. Paul and Allen I believe and Bono I've discovered a major. Yeah. Bono's here. He yeah, just found Bono. a he just found a ship you might be interested yeah. in. Hey girls, you might want to yeah. clean the coke off the table before yeah. we. Get these Sorry, guys sir. Here. This is the Smithsonian. Uh, we don't have a, a, a sub available yeah. to take a look for the next six. But that's fine. I have a spare. Yeah, I, got a spare. <laughs> I got two. I got a spare helicopter pad. You can. We'll pick you up. We'll, we'll pick you in. up. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's crazy. Uh, 2015. <laughs> 
That's crazy. Well, happy trails to Paul happy Allen. Happy trails, yep. yeah. Pour, pour one out for Paul yep. Allen, those of you in the technology world. <clears throat> um, it's a shame. He was a, you know, he was a really good guy. He did a lot for the communities that he, you know, lived and worked in. Um, and, and I think it's a shame to see him go as young as he was. What was he, 65? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Still young. That's ridiculous. Um, well, uh, let's turn to Canada. So Canada has now uh, officially been the largest country, countrywide, uh, to allow cannabis as a legal substance, a recreationally legal substance. Right? Good for them. It was good. a very profitable move. Very uh, profitable. Totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. This, this was a good... Well, we talked about this. So I was listening to... Um, one of the podcasts, uh, Planet Money probably, or uh, The Indicator, one of the NPR podcasts, and they talked about how they calculated the impact to GDP on this and how much of a struggle it was. But besides all of that, when they finally got to a number, it's as big as the beer contribution in Canada to GDP. I could see that. I mean, well, I can <laughs> see it, but... I mean, that, that's a big business, and it's been illegal for all these years. I yeah. mean, it was based on historically, that's going in, that's how big yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Some numbers I'm seeing here, it says that Canada's recreational marijuana sales should exceed $4 billion by the end of 2019, and the U.S. marijuana market is only worth, uh, well, the U.S. marijuana market is worth $50 billion, but it's not legal here. So they feel like, that's a market I think it, that uh, you know could totally take over. I don't know if it'll be. It'll probably eventually become legal at a federal level in America. But and I think we talked about. I think it's going to be a domino effect <laughs> where I think now you have Canada, like the Northeast has gradually all become legal because yep. they're like, well, people right. are just going to the neighboring state, and now you could go to. Well, you may not want to go to Canada as much just because you might have border patrol. But um, yeah, but I, I think it's these dominoes. Party in Canada and come back. To your come back home for work. Yeah. So uh, that tourism yeah. is very profitable sure. as well. Yeah, and, and I think uh, like eventually, like th- so, I think a lot of like maybe now the neighboring states along Canada are going to be like, well, we're leaving a lot of money on the table yeah. by not having it legal here. Oh, when wow. they can go across the river, like if you're upstate New York or yeah, absolutely, you know, right. yeah, Maine over to Windsor, or or yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think it'll eventually domino down to every state in the union they're saying that the stock prices that have dropped based on this this move could be a good beer to buy in uh for the marijuana uh like traders like the investment firms that focus on well i was going to until i lost 1.6 billion dollars you didn't lose (laughs) 1.6 billion we talked about this in canada are like crazy uh Going into marijuana uh, fields now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like uh, the new uh, um, soja uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So well, technically, you can legally buy in any state because now you can buy stock in one of these companies. Yep. Oh, yep. that's true. Yeah. There are three, is it right? Three companies that are traded on the New York Stock Exchange that are specifically commercial one is or NASDAQ. One went public. Uh, uh, Tilray is it, this one of week. Them. So, yeah. Oh, it, it will quickly become big business, yeah. I feel. And you won't have, like, one of the things that's sort of funny, like, my buddies, like, I'm going to LA tomorrow. Like, my buddy, you know, LA has, it's not technically legal, but they have medical marijuana. It's California. And, 
California, excuse me. Yeah. And anyone can get a medical card. Like, you can just go in and you can be like, you know, sometimes... Depression. Like, I feel stressed at my job, depression. and they're like, you're approved. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to say depression. You could just, Or you could say, like, you know, sometimes, like, when I wake up I got in the it. Morning, you're fine. Go for it. I feel it. sore. <laughs> like, you're done. You're good. Um, can, I, can I just walk in and say diabetes? diabetes. Sure. You can pretty much say anything. I mean, these aren't di- – it's hilarious. And they're all local because it's not really owned by big business yet. They're all, like, these local, weird, eccentric – places yep. you know where they're like we also uh <laughs> we sell prisms that can capture evil spirits Crystals. while you're here <laughs> yep. and yeah but i think eventually it'll all like it's going to be like a pizza hut or something like yeah. that where it's just going to be all owned by one company Chains. cookie cutter yeah, branding two, the two yeah. approved um artillery and canopy growth those are the two approved um there's a third stocks right now. There was a no, third. I mean that that would be a good business. But just got added. Pizza Hut. You know, it would make their pizzas delicious. Oh yeah, they should do that. Aurora, yeah. Aurora is the third. They should buy all these marijuana companies and while Aurora they still got all the pizza. Aurora was actually yeah. the one Capital. that is. Yeah. I'll take the Happy Pizza today. That'd be went great. public this week. That's the one that just went public, but the other two are already there. That was yeah. actually one of the worst side effects that I've had with it is I, I cleaned out everything edible in the apartment. You you eat too much. Yeah. Marijuana right. makes sure you eat too much. Yeah, we were they were they were talking about how it'd be a good, maybe the pizza chain should actually buy these publicly traded companies oh, yeah. and cross brand. You yeah, know. P- pizza places, fast food restaurants. Yeah, I mean, Chipotle or yeah. Taco so basically, Bell. I'm investing yes. in, in weed Free and to then lay. like yep. slim fast Free or something yeah. along the lines because obesity is just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. Um, so does anybody mind? Like everywhere, I was in California a few weeks back, um, in New York, here in Chicago, uh, pretty much any major city you go to now, walking around the streets, you just, you smell it everywhere. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's everywhere. I smell it this morning walking to work. Yeah. Yes. Does, does anybody mind this? Like smokers, like Dion, we've talked about this, that walk to and from the oh, train and, you, you know, it. you get somebody, you know, blowing their cigarette smoke and like literally you have people that have this visceral reaction. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they want to, does that happen with weed as well? Yeah, but yeah, we've, we've been smoke. programmed, we've been programmed to, to think of c- cigarette smoke bad, cigarette smoke. I don't have it with cigarette smoke. And the reason I have it is I just I was in Serbia like a couple months ago, and I, it's basically every coffee shop, every pub, everything smells right. like a like a fucking chimney. You can't go out with your friends and bitch about tobacco smoke. Right. So I don't hate either while passing by, but at, and at my previous place I did have uh, a family above me that was basically smoking nonstop, and that did bother me. I mean, I can be walking behind somebody who's smoking and hate it and pick it up real quick, and it bothers me. I could be walking behind somebody who has just smoked and is not currently smoking weed and still pick up the smell off of them almost as much as the smoke that is coming off of somebody else. It's pretty potent. And it bothers you. Yeah. You don't like the smell. No, I mean, I the smell is. So I mean, how long, I'm just saying the smell I can, pot how long is until you it becomes like it. vaping. You can smell Well, it. I mean, you can get THC in, in like vape yep. form. Yep. Yeah. And it has no smell, right? Yeah. I, I haven't ever tried it, so I'm not sure, but. You know, the the vapors smell like cotton candy you or different smells. Yeah, they, so yeah. it's like, how long until they do something like that for? You know pot? what though, a lot, I, I, a lot of my friends don't like doing that for some reason or not. I don't know if the high is different or just the experience. Huh. But vaping with THC is, 
at least with the people I've talked to, is like totally frowned upon. Really? I don't know if the weed isn't. I, I don't know. I have no idea. That's why. interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I've never because it's so. like always a last resort when somebody can't find. They a put joint, a lot of chemicals those in all those vaping. Um, I don't. Yeah, maybe. It's like so. drinking coffee out of those K cups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cancer. It's a last resort. You know, like all right, well, I need some caffeine. Like I need some THC. Yeah, because it's got to be, and it's got to be really strong to fit in one of those vape capsules. So the way that they yeah, formulate those, I, yeah. it's basically a concentrated thing that you can, you know, vaporize and then inhale. So they really make it a concentrated dosage inside those mechanisms. Well, I'd be curious if there's any listeners out there that know why vaping is yeah, frowned upon. upon. I'd be curious well, because I, I was at buddies. a party and people are like, I'm not going to fucking resort to that. You know, like, <laughs> I'd rather not get high. Wow. Then vape THC. I was like, okay. And maybe it's just old school habits. I don't know. Right. But yeah. Right. No, it's the whole experience. It's like a cigar smoker, right? It's, no, yeah, it's yeah. about the experience. It's yep. the cigar. It's the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? So maybe. I don't know. I haven't experienced. I, I haven't either. I don't know. Anybody? Nobody's <clears throat> vaped with well, that would, that would, THC? Uh, that'll be our next <laughs> company function. We'll do that. We'll, uh, <laughs> next company function. Next company I mean, I have a haircut next week. I can probably find <laughs> out. We go. What so. do you think of vaping? <laughs> I think yeah. that goes to show too that crowd. it's not so addicting yeah. too, which I which I think is, is is a good thing. So I don't think pot's addictive though, but I mean that's a whole conversation, I suppose. That is a whole conversation. Yeah. Are we up for we're it? Not having yeah. conversation. Yeah, no, okay, let's, we're let's not get having that conversation. Maybe a different take. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. all right, I will turn the conversation to the uh, China's moon. Oh boy! Have you seen they're going to manufacture a moon? I hated that. Wait, what's this? No, I haven't. I haven't seen this so, at all. So <laughs> apparently, this is not new. But basically, um, a city in China has said, uh, you know, we want to illuminate the night sky okay. when we don't have light, and we'll just put together this fabricated moon that's lit from the inside and, and float it in the air, and it will light up the city at night. No, it's, a, it's an actual sat- satellite in the space with a mirror in it that will reflect the no, that, light from s- the sun. No, 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 that's what, that's what Russia tried oh. to do. Russia, so that's where it's yeah. not new. So apparently they tried to do, or Russia, Mir, the Mir space yeah. station, tried to do this. Yeah. Where they, what is going on? That's my phone. phone. We'll just in the other room. We'll yeah. So they tried uh, from the Mir space station to put up this elaborate <clears throat> mirror thing, which apparently like hit the space station, so hit an antenna or something. Didn't open all the yeah. way. So they had this great plan, and they tried to open it up, and it didn't open properly, and so they didn't really work. But their plan was to reflect the sun to a specific spot on the Earth that was dark, right? Yeah, and the whole notion there was, well, we can light up a portion, and we can track the, with the mirror. We can track and kind of light up a construction site yeah. all night long, so that people can work like it's daylight, effectively. Yeah. So th- that was the concept that or burn, they had, like the humans to death because it's so intense. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, oh. um, but this Chinese <laughs> <James> city <laughs> movie? has, <laughs> I think it's Superman three or something like that. Um, they want to put together this big big moon this big round orb that is lit from the inside to light up the city at night i, I mean it's it's, it's just tethered with helium yeah, or something it's, like yeah, that it's, mm-hmm. that seems like such a waste of helium it's yeah. a waste of everything, everything. yeah energy everything <laughs> and you know. actually they don't consider that 
people may want to watch the sky and then yeah. at night and get amazed by the stars Screw them. and yeah and maybe they have some <laughs> astronomers being we can control nature yeah yeah <laughs> Why don't anyway. they just put up street lamps like everybody else? Exactly. There, there are some efforts, Waste big efforts, because Waste free astronomy moves. One giant light. <laughs> astronomy moves a lot of money, and there are big efforts in the north of Chile to uh, change the lighting bulbs to avoid the light uh, contamination to the sky. Uh, so cities in Chile literally don't reflect the light on the sky. Oh, yeah. China is going in the different <coughs> direction. They're moving yeah. down a different path. Hey, they just built the, the lo- they just opened the, the longest bridge. The Zhuhai. Yeah, to Hong Kong. Yep. 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 They got to light that thing up somehow. Well, I, that's pretty light. cool. Oh, that's going to be not the same city. <laughs> I, well, I, I remember reading like eight, like they would talk about like in ancient texts that like the moon would be so bright you could read back in the day because there was moon. no other light pollution. You uh-huh. know? So it's sort of hilarious that. We can't see well enough because of all the light pollution that we've used to cloud out the, the moon. moon. Yeah. yeah. So now we got to create a new moon. Well, actually, in, in China, it's it's basically smog. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to say. Right. I wonder yeah. how much of it is probably pollution. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't fix the pollution. Oh, and build and a yeah. moon. <laughs> Were you trying to say Mir for the space station? Yes. That was cute. Mir. <laughs> That's what I was no. always. So what do you say? Mir. Well, you're with the Russian answer. Yeah, and you're rolling <laughs> yeah. his fucking tongue, and he does yeah. all that shit. It's yeah. like it's it's peace, by the way. That's what it translates yes. to. Oh, yeah, beautiful. That's why they're gonna put a mirror up there and try to burn us alive. That's that's peace. what this all about. <laughs> it's gonna be peace after we burn all the fucking capitalists. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so also on technology, uh, they announced that the the first tunnel. Uh, that uh, Elon Musk is going to be ready the in. Boring. It's going to be ready company. in a month. In Where? December. I Where thought, is it going to be? It's in L.A. No, it's in L.A. Oh. The first actual like. Is it going to be like from the airport to downtown? It's, it's actually going to be. It's going to be uh, him digging a tunnel <laughs> out of Tesla from the airport into the ocean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just pop out in the Pacific. <laughs> Your luggage <laughs> is floating. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I'd be interested to hear where it. Because he was talking at one point L.A. to Vegas. He was talking at right. one point no, it, like it, LAX to downtown. It's a really short one. Yeah. I wonder if he's blocks. even LAX. Exa- I don't think <laughs> LAX to downtown is not long. Like I think that's that's got to be less than like 15 miles. Maybe even less than that. I don't know. It's so, L.A. it's so hard to calculate because traffic's so bad it's so hard to calculate. So you're in a pneumatic day. tube for 2.3 seconds. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, like, if it's less than 15 miles, and didn't he say it's like 100 miles It is going to open December 10th in L.A. Yeah, wow. but you need to prototype. So well, they are yeah. going to measure... No, going right to production. Right to broad, baby. Yeah, right to broad. The wheels or... I'll say this. If you're in an Temperature accident of the at 180 humans. miles an hour, well. not going to be <laughs> painful. Oh, speaking of uh, straight to production, I did w- uh, watch something really interesting about this guy in Detroit that disassembles cars. And he disassembled uh, uh, the Model 3. And his thing was, so he disassembled... Was it just the chop shop in Detroit where he just, you know... Well, he's he's a, he's an engineer. Gone. Gone. Oh. He's he's an engineer, and I think that his role is basically like he deconstructs it and then gives his uh, opinion on you know how efficient the production is 
um, how good the engine is and how, how good everything is. And I think it was uh, he he compared the Chevy Bolt, the BMW i3 or whatever their version of the electric car is, and the Tesla Model 3. Uh, and this was the 2017 version or something along those lines. Yeah. And his thing was, they are so far ahead on everything, except uh, the the body, the the actual chassis of of the car. Like their battery pack, I think he called it like uh, 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 an engineering masterpiece. Like they're so far ahead. The motor, uh, they compared it and they they estimate the cost of production per part. And they, the, I, I'm I'm just throwing out numbers, but it was something along the lines of like. The motor on the Model 3 was like $750 and 10 pounds lighter than the BMW, which was like $850 and 20 pounds lighter. Like every single part. Well, but didn't we talk about this? They just had the motor run for what was a million miles or something like this? Really? Did we talk yeah. about this? No, yeah. I don't think so. I don't remember telling the you about that. So they yeah. did. They, they literally just ran the motor for like a million miles just as a test, right? And yeah. so obviously it was in a lab and it was, you know, just, just constant, just speed. constant yeah. running. Just hit it. Just to see, are you seeing the post? Yeah. So, so basically they did it and then opened it up. And the pictures of it are like, it's pristine. Wow. It's like, it's really? as clean as it can be. I mean, if Nothing's you think about it. it, like an internal combustible engine yeah. is a bomb yeah. <laughs> that moves yeah. something forward. It's uh-huh. just explosion, 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 explosion. So Controlled explosions. Yeah, like, I mean, it wouldn't. Electric I mean, it, motors. Would, it wouldn't surprise me that, like, these electric engines just, I mean, they're sort of like computers and that it's just a. Uh, Controlled flow of data. Yep. You know. Yep. Anyway, uh, the the point of the story and why I brought it up with like straight to production is the body, the actual chassis that holds everything. They they called it they called it a, a very bad prototype, and they couldn't believe that that thing um, what actually went through into the production process, like. Uh, and then he goes into like technical details where he says there are like 15 different types of fasteners. There are like 15 different types of machines. They're like that. It's so over the place. If this was done, if they did everything that they did with the motor and the battery pack and everything in a proper production plant, they could have made this thing faster. They could have made this thing cheaper and would have been like they could have been pumping them out like no problem, no delays, no nothing. Right. Right. So so why is you know, Elon's still Elon, but why is there nobody at Tesla saying, we've proven it. We're now going to OEM the the motors and the batteries and do that part. Detroit, you know how to build the frames. Car, yeah. You know how to build these, you know, boxes. Let's talk and let's figure out how we can make these things come together. Yeah. Yeah. You would think, you know, or maybe one of those companies could just buy them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think so. There was there was an interview I saw with Elon Musk. They, they kind of had this um, this thing. It, it was impressive as all hell. But I think that that was kind of the point, maybe to lure people and to have people talking about it. They have this machine that grabs the car, literally the entire fucking car, and then robot arm, and then hands it over to a different robot. And I mean, this is this is like like runners passing a baton. Literally, literally passes a car to another car, yeah. and basically Elon says, "Well, you know, if we did this thing all over again, this would probably not be 
how we how move we a car move and a car. Move itself, <laughs> you know, or just keep it on, you, you know, like those people movers things, or something. yeah. So conveyor belt. I mean, it looks amazing as hell, but basically they have this one single point of failure where <laughs> call it either, the hand of God. either one of these, either one of these robots breaks, the entire production line stops. Hand <laughs> 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 of God broke again. You know what breaks all the time? It's got to break. There's only two of them in the world, like you know, like. Yeah, and that is the yeah. thing. You're not wrong. Yeah. There are only two of them in the world because they had to custom yeah. build it. Like they ordered the parts oh. and they built them themselves. It, it's insane. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that is funny, and and I I don't get it. I mean, for as brilliant as a guy and a it's a PR organization, it's a PR move. Like you, you that thing was there in like. 50 different commercials like oh look at this giant robot handing off shit to a different giant robot for no sure, reason but, whatsoever but the fasteners you know the way that like yeah. come on standardize for fuck's sake yeah. <laughs> ridiculous so uh, John I hear Kanye was in your neighborhood he was oh, he was uh, hanging out in uh, the ville was it called Pepe's Pepe's is Pepe's. the biggest dump in, in the ville <laughs> I love it I mean I've been there well, a couple times that's time in lately with, I think he actually thinks he's running for Congress. Like, he's like he, I got to meet the real people. Yeah, he wants. <laughs> no, no, I got to meet my constituents. I mean, there's a uh, there's a rumor that he's going to move to our town because there's some houses that he would probably like, and he's. But he was there helping like some. In uh, your cul-de-sac, right? There's, he's not in my oh, cul-de-sac, okay. no. But um, he was in our town. He went to this this little Mexican place, Peppies. and uh, yeah. Peppies. Took pictures of the people, uh, you know. Played pool, I heard. Played pool, Isn't hung Peppies out. like the, the chain restaurant? It is, yeah. yes. It's in a strip mall right by my uh, my childhood house, actually. He's married to one of these uh, Kardashian. Kardashians, That's right. right? So Well, he did say he wants to move back to Chicago. He wants to be <laughs> back here in Illinois. Would we she come to I mean, that's not I don't know no if she publicity would. here. No. You can't. That's not going to happen. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, there's. I mean, Wait. there's not trouble in paradise here, right? I mean, these kids are going to stay together. <laughs> They're going to make it. I mean, <laughs> they, they love each other. I thought that they were divorced already. No, no. you no. would just assume that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just. I mean, they're both insane. They both love publicity. I mean, the whole family's insane. But yeah, I just watched. They uh, somehow make it work. An uh, interview with. Um, there's a another uh, peer of his, a rapper called Charlemagne the God, and they have interesting conversations online, not necessarily battles, but just like talking about things. And he said, um, "I battle with mental health issues like depression and yeah. bipolar, and so does he." And he's like, "I'm, I've told him until he's back on his meds, I'm not even talking to him because yeah. this is exactly the behavior that we've talked about before." And he's just completely off his meds, off the rails, not even... And you have all these yes-men yeah, around yeah. you yeah. saying everything you're doing is still cool. Yeah. You, you know, those people are criticizing you because they're not your real friends, yep. even though they actually are your real friends, yeah. and that's what, you know, so it, <clears throat> in some ways it's a little sad. It is sad. You know? It's very yeah. sad. Um, yeah. uh, watching him go off, you know, in the White House and... Do whatever yeah. he did. It, it was like you have no idea what you're saying. You, you oh yeah, literally are out of your mind. I mean, the other thing that's like, well, I shouldn't say hilarious, but fascinating <laughs> is that his mom was a professor of African American studies. So, like, you know, I think 
at core, he knows about like you know the Fourteenth Amendment and you know everything else. And yeah, it's it's sort of I don't know. It's amazing. It is bizarre. Interesting ride. Yes, indeed. So you weren't there when he was swinging. No, but I I have some friends that were there. You should have uh, gone. Were you in Naperville at the time? I was not. I don't think so. so wait, I, I completely missed this. I'm kind of glad I did, but now I'm curious. What the hell happened in the White House? Oh, yeah. Well, well, he, no, just yeah. he he gave Donald Trump a hat and talked about how he wants to repeal so the, story the amendment starts, that got rid of slavery. Yes. Kanye West was the musical guest on SNL, and at the end of SNL, they let him do one more song, and at the end of that song, he ha- he was wearing the Make America Great Again Trump hat, and he started to do a political rant about how great things are and how good Trump is. And the SNL cast were see- like just kind of sneaking off stage, like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I mean, and then yeah. they, the, the, the broadcast f- uh, faded. But after that, they're like, why did you do that? And he's like, well, I think Trump's great. I think he's doing amazing stuff. And, you know, if I ever got invited to the White House, it'd be the best thing. So and guess boom, what? He, he got, got invited, invited to the White House, House a week later. And... The, the funniest thing about this, and we don't usually get into any politics, was the way Kanye was talking to the president about so many random different things in such a long, extended time. You could see Trump's face, which was like what we, the rest of us, look at Trump-like, and it was like, what the hell are you talking and next about? next to Kanye is Hall yeah. of Fame running back Jim Brown. <laughs> yes. Just sitting yes. there. Yes, yes. Speechless. And yeah. the following week on SNL, yeah. after Kanye's in the White House, after the whole con- you know controversy and whatever the story was, yes. they did this whole thing about Jim Jim Brown sitting at the at the side of the mm-hmm. desk while the two of them talk, and the SNL skits hilarious. And, and how do you uh, end every story with a late night show? That's just <laughs> I, I, how do you manage to steer um, every conversation? That's how he sees the world. It's a late night skit. He watches SNL yeah. is you know, where the story started. Yeah, Do you know how they say when, hours when we dream, television. supposedly when we dream, it's our brain actually <laughs> uh, creating memories, like like physically, like making the neurotransmitters for a memory. That's how Dion creates memories, <laughs> is he watches late night shows and his brain reorganizes. <laughs> I I had a really bizarre dream. I do not want to. You don't want to share it. I don't want to think. No, I don't. Oh. I, and I don't want to consider that that was somehow helping. They think my, that's what's my brain, in brain assemble or, things. Me, that in in dreams, you that somehow the way of because a memory basically is is an architectural reality inside our brain. It's our brain reorganizing <laughs> neurotransmitters to essentially persist something. And they think it mostly happens, like when we move something from short-term memory to long-term move, memory. Their hypothesis is that it often ha- that it happens during sleep, and that dreaming is somehow the side effect of it. The dreaming is what our brain thinks of when it's organizing the day's facts that it wants to save. That's very God, interesting. God, I hope not. And yes. I'm, yeah, it does make it almost scary. <laughs> yes, it is very scary to think about, about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's also repressed things that you may have wanted to say or think about. It might be, and maybe that's what it thinks about as you, it files it away. Like, yeah. I wish I had done this, I had but that this memory. motherfucker, this yeah. coward that is in yeah. charge. But, but again, I mean, it's, um, it's like four different people from different walks of life who don't really know each other that are in my dream that I've put together in yeah. some bizarre way and I'm chasing one of them around a bar and I mean no I don't want to think yeah. about how that is somehow helping me. 
<laughs> it was maybe you yelled at somebody at a call on a conference call. The, you know, uh, your cha- brain, being chased, your brain telling you to tone chasing it down. Chasing or being chased I was chasing. Is about avoiding or or being avoided by somebody. Oh, I forgot or we have something. the. Oh, so somebody Dion, was avoiding. If our listeners so was, don't know, Dion, uh, I did you, a little bit. Of you psychology almost majored and, yeah, in dream analysis. It was a a, a whole a whole a whole semester of dream. Uh, you know. Okay. Well, so. I, explain this one to me then. Oh boy, During all of this, are you falling at all? In one of these? No. One of these friends, <laughs> one of these friends who I haven't seen in forever, like pulls me aside <laughs> and goes, "I got a really great bottle of wine. It's in there." And then I leave the bar and I walk into this room and I'm in a hospital and there's a bottle of wine on a table and a nurse and I'm like, "I'm really sorry. I'm just going to pour a little." Um, and then, the and then fear, I was back at the bar. Maybe you have a fear of all the alcohol that you drink is going to hurt you. I have a fear of alcohol. I have a fear of bars. I have a fear. No, not a fear of whoever no, 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 I was no, no, chasing. No, 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 no. Not nurses. No way. Nurses are good. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. Um, I have the fall. We're, we're not going to analyze my I fall, I fall a lot in my dreams, and that's that's basically insecurities and anxieties about, you know, um, <clears throat> not being in control of certain things in my life, so. You're Thanks. in control of everything in your life. Well, my dreams say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> this is why dream analysis doesn't make any sense to me. Um, well, does anybody have uh, any vendors that they've t- talked to recently that might Prince, be interested? No, no we, we talked about no. princess last week, no. but uh, she called a couple times this week. You, you I were, try, I tried you to were, you were very hard with her when yeah, you I answered know. her, Whoa. but she kills, <laughs> uh, she still called us. Yes, uh, so did. I think she likes it. She likes it. She likes rough. She likes it. She likes hard to get. She's playing. You're playing hard to get. She likes it. Got it. Coming answer, from the, the woman go, in the group. Okay, okay. I see what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. No, it's like a. What is this? Uh, yeah. What is she a vendor of? So we get we get know. phone calls, Elisa and I, like literally within seconds of each other from the same phone number. And, and uh, he, I, he's very uh, rude and say, mm-hmm. don't call me anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, Leave me alone. And, like yeah, I'm not interested in yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Right, yes. And she keeps calling. So it seems that. She likes to be beaten. Yeah, Jeez. Jeez. Okay. that's not how I would describe it. I, <laughs> so. I don't. I don't find another answer because yeah. when you hear she likes the abuse. When you hear somebody talking to you this way, yeah. It's why a would talk. you sign back up it's for that? It's a human yeah. that answered the phone as opposed to the other five hundred yeah, people <laughs> who have never even don't even exist on the planet to her. So it's a it's yeah, a warm yeah. body essentially is what I think. You we should transfer her. her over That's to like somebody new, like like uh, Ross or somebody, or me. But you'd be like, oh, so I've, I've heard some interesting things about you, <laughs> you know, uh, from uh, Lisa. <laughs> so I, the remember last week, I think I talked about the the girl who emailed with a yes. different name than her yes, signature block. Yeah, here back. I never heard mm. boo back. It's like. I called her bluff, and she was like, "No, I can't. I can't respond to this. He knows my deal now." It's like right. I'm very That's disappointed. Mm. You very disappointed. <laughs> so, Corey, no if you're out there, That's right. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Um, so I did notice that you posted a happy birthday beer, um, and I didn't appreciate that. Was it? Oh, the, the the planters peanut beer. Well, we tried oh. it for today. We'll have it next week. You're gonna have happy it next birthday. Week? Whose beer is it? 
or a birthday, so, I said. Excuse me. So, yeah, it's, it's it's just planters, so it's peanuts and beer. New, we new thought, whistles oh. making a peanut, and it's literally planters. Um, you know, uh, gotcha. affiliated. So we're gonna have it. It's our beer of the week next week. I'll get some. All right. Oh, and and before we sign off, we should probably pour one out for Sears. Sears yes. is a retailer that, for those of us who uh, have been around a little while, remember going. This was the original Amazon. Right? Sure. Yep. There was a JC Penney's department Sears. store that sold everything. Catalog that came to your house. Yep. That you could order things uh, from. Wish book. Um, didn't you guys do something else with the Sears catalog, like your generation? No, that was Cosmopolitan. Different thing. Different. Catalog. They had a lingerie section. No, yeah, they, had, <laughs> they did have a lingerie <laughs> section. I've heard yeah. they did. Yeah. Mul- yeah. From multiple sources that yeah. the Sears catalog was the thing in the 80s. Yeah, you're going pretty old school there, but yeah, yeah. that is true. <laughs> but pre-internet. <laughs> you yeah. could you could Obviously see pre-internet. <laughs> women in underwear in the Sears catalog. That is true. Um but everything was in the catalog. I mean, you yeah. flip through clothes it to, was. you know, car yeah. batteries like and tires. Boys in the back, yeah. I mean, everything mm-hmm. was in the in. So Sears, you could get family photos, an air conditioner, buy a suit, tire, yes. you know, battery, tire, toys, yeah, yeah toys. They even sold food. They had food in there too. Yeah. They had treats some of and, them. They yeah. had food in there. Yeah, it was like crazy. I think was it. I think it was. Um, Mary Ellen, friend of the program here, um, who used to have the the game that they would play is they would take a catalog like that and they would open it up in her family and they had to choose to buy something on whatever page it opened to. Oh, yeah. So it was just one of those things where, you, yeah. you know, and you never know where you'd land because you could land, you'd be like, as a kid, toys, 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 toys. Oh! Men's underwear. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I was an economics major for a short while, and one of the classes I took, uh, the professor, he wrote a book on this, and his uh, theory was that Sears did more, even though they became such a huge company, did more to end monopoly power in America than any other company, because he said before Sears, everyone had to go to a local grocery store and in rural areas, there was only one, yeah. and they were charging whatever they wanted. And once Sears introduced the mail order paradigm, you now could always like these these local groceries now had to compete with Sears, right? Yeah, and people were starting to buy stuff mail order. But he really feels like Sears. He felt Sears like jump started the American consumer economy. Hmm. Well, and, and you know, it, it's sad in that they. They did. They were innovative. They were the Amazon of the yeah, day, right? Totally. And and they got left in the dust. You know, yeah. they they didn't carry that innovation, that concept of what's next mm-hmm. to what Walmart did, which was the supply chain and how yeah. we can get things cheaper from different places. That then took us to Amazon and the logistics mm-hmm. of delivering things literally in the next two, two days mm-hmm. anywhere in the country. I mean, it, it is fascinating to see. How you know it is the genesis of that whole consumerism and and um, yeah. retail online yeah. organization, and now they're they're bankrupt. They're, they're, they're gone. gone. Yeah, um, but they own so. a, a ton of real estate. I mean, but that yeah. is their biggest asset is their real estate. Well, so they, they can start selling off those those 
locations all around the nation. And oh, yeah. Make Th- a ton there's money. a company in Cleveland that is very interesting. I don't know if you guys remember Forest City Hardware locations growing up. Like, I don't know if you guys had those in Illinois. No. It was no. a big hardware store chain. But they were, they sold, I don't know if you had Handy Andy's here. They oh, yeah. Sold yeah, yeah. So they, uh, Handy Andy is what actually Forest Hardware uh, was huh. before Handy Andy. And anyways, they were quick to recognize in the 90s the internet and like these big stores that people drive an hour to are going to kill us. And um, they sold all their locations, including the real estate, and then just set up a trust. And they're like one of the most profitable companies in Cleveland now. But they only have like – my brother is uh, one of their accountants, my brother-in-law – they only have like they used to be a fortune. I think they're still a Fortune 200 company, but they used to have something like 20,000 employees. They have like 200 employees now, Oof. and all they did is they're actually more profitable. Yeah, sure. They just liquidated all their real estate, and now they're a bank essentially. Yeah. They're an investment bank. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's you know Sears, whether it gets you know rebranded or spun into other things or you know. What did they do? They 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 did a bunch. They did insurance. Mm-hmm. They you know they yeah yeah diversified a lot of assets. in, a, in yeah. a very weird way. They diversified and and I think most of that stuff got sold off. So they they are a real estate company now. Right. They own a ton of real oh, estate. Oh, a ton. I mean, they that one uh, in Chicago here. They they have like a a two block building yeah. at one of our busiest intersections at like Irving Park Cicero, like the right. six way intersection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that alone, I mean, granted, I'm sure in their whole portfolio it's not a lot, but I'll, I'll bet you that's worth $10 million. Right. Minimum. Yes. Minimum. So it's not that they have nothing, but how do they spin that into yeah. you know, what it is they become? And yeah. maybe that's what they become. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I uh, Sears was an interesting part of my life. I grew up with that whole environment. I remember going, you know, ordering things on the catalog and asking to pick it up at the store and you know these are concepts that um you know just grew out of right all of that environment so i feel nostalgic about sears going away um but i'm, I'm not overly sorry they were it was time yeah, yeah it, it kind of reminds me of like <laughs> yeah. so sears is, is big in chicago area because we had the sears tower and it, they were everywhere yep. the department stores Reminds me a little bit of Marshall Fields, where it got renamed to Macy's and taken over, but that kind of had to happen because of you know just yeah. the way economies work. So I sense, yeah, I feel the same thing about Sears in that in that regard. But I think like Sears doing appliances, Sears doing Craftsman, they may be able to keep their name around in a, in, a, yeah. in a little I mean, bit. They're, and, they're responsible. You know, Craftsman. I mean, you can buy Craftsman and any other. It's already uh, on Amazon too, yeah. so they they kind of know like when we make these things, they still have some revenue coming in. That, that's for so you. We'll so sell see, them. see, tool wise, I could never place craft craftsman. So, like right now, Ryo, Ryobi's coming in as kind of like this low end. They went from being really really cheap and really really inexpensive and not really good quality tools to being still inexpensive but somewhat decent quality. So, and you have that with all the brands. Like, you have DeWalt, and you know you're going to pay a shit ton of for, for Sure, a tool. but do you know that if you buy a, a screwdriver, a Craftsman screwdriver, it's guaranteed for life? So you, if you break it, and you chip it, or you crack it, you walk into a Sears store, you could have in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, and replace it if you find a Sears store. If you store, can find a Sears store, you're get, good to go. Right, but okay, let's just 
So if the Craftsman warranty still holds up, wherever they're selling Craftsman tools now, which could be a Lowe's, which could be an Amazon, which could be wherever, Target, wherever, who's ever going to pick up the Craftsman line of tools, I'm still going to walk in there with a broken screwdriver and be able to just get a new one because of the lifetime guarantee. Wait, you would seriously go out and try to replace a screwdriver? First of all, I've never broken a screwdriver. I've chipped it. I've cracked the head of a screwdriver. You're, you're a shitty handyman. I I'm very to fucking strong. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've tried to break a bolt on. Uh, I, I'll tell you stories about actually working on cars and breaking tools. We're going to let these but, guys talk about stories. Yeah, my, that's my concern is the whole thing. We, we got to wind this down, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the tool depths that you want to go. We'll talk about that over lunch. We have been the Worldwide IT guys. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And and I think peanut beer next week. Peanut beer. Yes, next we'll week? have it next week. No. Okay, I'll, I'll find some. Okay, good. Just for Dion. You won't ever find it. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. I'm sorry. I I had to. No, no. I'm I'm offended now. (laughs) You stopped my tool rant. (laughs) So, so, yeah. And I I want to get into the targets picking up the whole toy line this this Christmas. This this year's toy line? So, so targets picking up the Toys R Us uh, toy line, and they're picking up a lot of things that Sears was selling in, in... in the, like a hundred or a thousand stores. How do you go from but, tools to toys? Seriously, it's all Sears and. That and was the beauty toys of Sears. Us. You <laughs> can get everything. Yeah, everything. It was the Amazon of the day. You, you never no, so he, here's here's the thing. So he's trying to talk about tools, and I'm telling him a lifetime guarantee on a tool yeah, is important. He, okay, he, it's not. He, Why because not? Because Rigid also has it. Who? The rigid also. Well, you were talking it. about rigid. You were talking about the cheap Ryobi shit and the DeWalt no, stuff I that don't actually, have lifetime guarantees. I was talking about the tool, the tool cost versus. So you can buy a Craftsman router for about 120, 140 dollars. You can get a Makita router for 160 dollars. There is no chance in hell if I was going to spend $140 on a router that I would buy a fucking Craftsman and not a Makita router. That's the point that I was trying to make. I can't place them. They're not...